the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's talk to Katie uh, Tolento. She has joined us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. She's with the Republican National Committee. The big story that came out today was out of Wuhan, and they have increased their death total overnight by 50 percent. Thanks, Dave, for having me. Um, This is not a surprise. All along, we knew that the case counts in China were, well, the case counts especially were undercounted because they weren't testing very many people. But the death counts were also um, undercounted. Their their healthcare system was totally overwhelmed. And so because of that, there were many people that were not getting care and were not getting even into the hospital and were dying at home. Those people were not being counted. So that's the primary reason why today they're saying, that these new counts are are legitimate now. Now they're legitimate. Don't you right. worry. Yeah, don't worry. I think that they're still underreporting. What what say you? I'm sure that's the case. Um, you can always just sort of add a couple zeros to anything the Chinese tell us. Wow, wow. I mean, that goes. I think they 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 jumped up to like 3,800 deaths. That means we could be talking about 38,000 or 380,000. We just don't know. We don't, and and I think it could be that off. Wow, what do we do about the? You know, what do we do about China? I mean, I'm going to get into WHO as well because we got to do some things about them as well. But uh, you know, this whole thing with uh, with China, uh, Japan now has got a national movement going uh, with all of their politicians to not do business with China. I mean, look, the love-hate relationship, we've known about that between the, the Chinese and the Japanese for years. Uh, it's not all peace and harmony along the uh, Pacific Rim. Uh, what is this going to mean for uh, uh, the Chinese? Did they just not report today uh, second quarter is going to be down like 6%? I doubt that. I doubt that, that that's not 12% uh, as far as their GDP goes. Right. I think their economic figures are probably as uh, reliable as their health figures. But I, I'm not an ex- economic expert. I, I do the health side of the operation. But I think that um, I, I think you're going to see a lot of calls for punitive measures against China. However, of course, remember that our country, even though it's it's better than it was before President Trump took office, we still are extremely interdependent economically and in many other ways on China. So uh, there's a lot, especially in the medical realm. We have a, we're reliant on them for many medications and supplies and devices are manufactured there. This is a huge problem that we're going to need to take on in the coming year. Yeah, it's like a Gordian knot, in fact. I mean, it's going to take a while to untangle this thing. Yeah, I think that's right. There are already a lot of moves going on to bring manufacturing of pharmaceuticals and essential supplies over back to the United States. Um, Obviously, the president has probably been the cheerleader in chief of this type of policy ever since he was campaigning. Honestly, ever since decades ago, he was talking about this issue. So he, he was prescient, I believe. But people made fun of him, you know. 
Oh, they did. I mean, they still look. Biden made fun yeah. of the president, uh, and uh, he's going to have to live with that one over the next uh, 199 days. That's how many days there is to the election, by the way. Let's talk about the World Health Organization. On The View, Lindsey Graham went on and uh, went into the tiger's den and the lion's den and told them we had to cut funding to the World Health Organization because, as he said about himself, he says about he feels Congress, nobody trusts the World Health Organization right now with the people that they have at the top and they need to go. Yeah, I think that's right. This is this is the culmination of many years of problems with the World Health Organization. I was doing oversight investigations in the Congress uh, over a decade ago about their fumbling of the malaria drugs, pushing out obsolete and ineffective malaria drugs to children around the world. And and the only thing that worked then and still the only thing that gets their attention is when you threaten the money. They're incapable of shame. They're incapable of any sort of accountability or transparency. When you threaten money, that's when they start thinking about changing policies. So I think the president is absolutely right. He's the only president to have ever come close to doing anything like this in decades. You know, this isn't the only United Nations organization that is, uh, you know, a problem. He's been calling out the Human Rights Council and others. And so, you know, he's got the courage to take this on and you know the world liberal intelligentsia is is criticizing him and, and howling in hysterics that somehow this money is is going to harm the world i'm telling you when you've got lying like this and you've got covering up and corruption that you know it's a violation of the hippocratic oath to first do no harm i i think that you're seeing a bunch of european countries who are saying oh well we'll step in and, and we'll make up the cash Great. Maybe they should have been doing that all along, and we could focus on our bilateral programs direct to other countries. Well, perhaps you can talk about this. A lot of people have asked me, why is this guy that's at the top such a a lover of China? And the the answer to that is he's an avowed Marxist, isn't he? Isn't he isn't he a communist? That's what I've heard. I am not familiar with his personal ideologies, but I will say that when I was in the White House, we had to... Um, you know, we had to take on this guy on a couple issues, and he was not our first choice for the leadership of the WHO. Um, we weren't happy about it, and, you know, so far all our worst fears have been realized. Yeah, now that we've pulled our money back, see, it, it, it amazes me uh, that uh, they, you know, that this guy has thrown all his weight behind China when you consider that. Even though China gives a, quite a bit of money, uh, they they don't even come close to what we give to the World Health uh, Organization. You would think that they'd want to pay pay some attention to what the United States is doing. Have we been that weak teed all this time? Yeah, you know the the Chinese have been sort of colonizing the WHO long before this guy. So um, during the SARS epidemic, there was a woman who was a health commissioner of Hong Kong named Margaret Chan. She was widely criticized for bungling um, the, the SARS response. But then she became the head of the WHO. So that was about 13 years ago. And so this is just, you know, a long history of the WHO kowtowing to China. It isn't the first time. What's worse is, you know, the way they treat Taiwan. They won't let Taiwan mm-hmm. have a seat at the table at the WHO. If you try to recognize Taiwan, China goes totally crazy. Well, in December, it was Taiwan who was telling the WHO that this was human 
human to human transmission. While the Chinese were still lying about that and covering it up, silencing doctors, doctors who were dying of, of COVID, they, the Taiwanese were telling the WHO the truth. And what's more, you know, there are whistleblowers, the doctors at WHO, who are now saying that they knew right from the start, talking in December, they knew from the start that this, this, this was contagious human to human. But the WHO continued lying through the end of January. Oh, my God. So, they, they've killed thousands, hundreds of thousands of people then. I believe they have blood on their hands, yes. That's incredible. I mean, the world needs to know this. I mean, I know they've had memos that have suddenly appeared and things of that nature uh, with, with China's fingerprints on them and things of that nature. This, this, is, uh, this is unbelievably terrible. We've got China uh, knew that this was, uh, uh, you know, person-to-person transmission because they went out and started buying up all of the devices that they could, that they knew the countries would be needing to, to be able to treat this disease. It's, this is disgusting. They absolutely knew it, Dave. They, were, they sent in two special teams from Beijing to investigate what was going on in Wuhan. Both teams came back and officially said there was no problem. But in their internal memos, they used the word pandemic, and they were very uh, seriously concerned and started putting out quarantine and lockdown measures that they did not publicize, but that they issued these orders to healthcare providers and wow. other government officials who were not allowed to say anything publicly. See, this makes this really so serious. I mean, uh, yeah, this gets to the point that what do we what do we do with these people? How do we I mean, I think there's got to be some trials uh, done. People lost their lives because of people not sharing necessary information and, in fact, falsifying information. That, that should be, you know, world crime type of stuff. Well, at the very least, we can stop subsidizing it. So I oh, think absolutely is exactly right. He's exactly right. Despite all the howls and the, and the hysteria, um, from the globalists, he is he is doing the right thing to put a pause. Um, and it's not just the globalists, but, you know, you also have the Democrat leadership who are um, threatening to sue him and challenge this policy. Um, so he's going to need to stay strong over the next couple months as he reviews what what happened at the WHO. But I, I have no doubt that he will. You said that the president needs to stay strong on this. Seems to me that, uh, you know, this is money Congress has uh, allocated for him to make the decision on how it gets spent. Is that not true? Yeah. So most of the WHO money is not directly appropriated by Congress to the WHO. <clears throat> there are a few earmarks that are small that are that are directly ordered by Congress to go to the WHO for a specific program. And in that case, even in that case, the president has until the end of the fiscal year to write that check. So he has plenty of time to do his review and come back to Congress and try to make his case. If, he, if that review turns out that he thinks he should recommend, um, you know, pulling the money back. But most of the money is not it's what we call voluntary contributions and so we just you know uh let's say we've got a malaria program and congress has appropriated money for malaria and then the state department or the u.s agency for international development decides of their own discretion that they should spend some of that malaria money that congress allocated to go to the who that is not required legally to go to the who we could spend that on bilateral programs instead of multilateral organizations so in no way 
does does he have to report to Congress about that? That is fully in his discretion. So I'm not quite sure what um, the Speaker of the House is complaining about when she she says that his action is illegal. He is completely within his rights um, to to be doing what he's doing and, and taking a hard look at how this money has been spent and exactly what the WA knew and when they knew it and what they said to the world and why. You know, if I were the Democrats, I wouldn't want to be on the other side of this argument because that makes you look like you don't have any problem that the WHO was complicit in bringing down the world's economy. Well, they're so busy trying to, you know, save half a billion dollars to the United Nations. Meanwhile, they're they're obstructing $250 billion to America's small businesses and the Paycheck yes. Protection Program that's run out of money. So I, I think they've got their priorities out of whack. Katie, it's been a pleasure. You have a great day. Thanks so much, Dave. Take care. All right.